Hey everyone, this is Althea Richardson with Wove Inspirations. I am checking out my girl, Tanika. This girl is on fire for God. Check out her messages and her music of worship on Anchor FM. Good morning, everyone. This is Cedric. You're listening to God's Gift Through His Word. And we're going to be talking a little bit about safety with the DV series that I'm going to soon be concluding. I think I'll be concluding it on Tuesday, um, which is tomorrow, of course. So I will be just reading from the scripture, Romans 8th chapter, the 35th through the 39th verse. And it reads as such, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. Knowing all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life neither angels nor demons neither the present nor the future nor any powers neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of god that is in christ jesus our lord amen so i was just thinking about today safety and i had just wanted to touch on that because sometimes when you're in a domestic violence situation you're not safe. Your body is not safe. Your mind is not safe. Your whole being is not safe and everything is uncertain. There is safety in Jesus. But the one thing that I need to allude to is that while we are praying and and looking to the word and looking to God, that God wants us to have an action plan, especially if you're being harmed. So being safe in him, knowing he's going to get you out of that situation and that he is going to keep you safe. He's going to remove you, but we have to do some things to get ourselves in order, in order to get ourselves to a safe place for yourself, for your children. And that is very important. So I just wanted to talk about uh, safety planning. If you have never had an opportunity to sit down and make a safety plan, um, there's a lot of DV organizations and online you can find them everywhere that say you need to have a safety plan. And essentially what they're talking about is planning your route, planning the way that you're going to exit. How are you going to do that? So it's like a a unique business plan for your exit strategy out of this toxic situation. So you want to have a plan. You want to have a plan, but you want to put it down in writing. Now, the trick about the safety plan is if you're really good with, with your memory and you know how everything's going to work out, then you don't need to write one down. But for some of us that have a little bit of challenges, it's better to see it down on paper. Who would you call? What numbers do you need to remember? Because during certain times in this kind of environment, you might might get frazzled and might forget things and so it's nice to prepare ahead of time plan ahead of time so that you're not fumbling and trying to find important documents trying to find when you're going to leave trying to find where the kids things are where all these things that you're going to need to leave are at so you prepare ahead of time way in advance and I recall when I was preparing for for leaving myself that I would take important documents and just have them in my vehicle and lock my vehicle all the time and I would have my children's birth certificate their social security cards their um, immunization records um, 
all kinds of their birth certificates, um, any kind of identifying thing that they needed, any kind of documents, taxes, any kind of forms that I needed, I had it in the car. And I know you might be asking, well, why would you be carrying that in the car? Um, why would you have that in there? And the simple fact is because you never know when you're going to be leaving. I never knew exactly when I was going to leave because there were many times that um, even my husband uh, at the time, the estranged, uh, would be looking in the car and like, what are those documents doing in there? And so the windows weren't tinted. So I just have to say, you know, I'm just holding them in there and not allude to what I was really planning on because that is one of the things. Now, if I would have been a little smarter, I probably would have hid them underneath something or, or put them somewhere underneath the chair or something. But I didn't. I just put them in the in the trunk and just it was able to be seen. But that would be something that, you know, hopefully I never have to go through again. But that would have been nicer to have had that a little more hidden so anyway as you are preparing for these documents and getting your things together and you create a safety plan always keep it in the forefront of your mind that when it is time to go that you make sure that you have everything that you need that you don't have to go back because when you go back it might be a detrimental situation which i'm going to say i had to go back because there were some things that i had left and i had also going gone back as a number two reason which I would never suggest you going back but I'm going to share from my personal experience I had gone back the second time because I had left something and also I wanted to see if this strange was was a changed person if the things that they had been sharing were in fact true and you know what the saying is so true and it doesn't matter what it is. A snake will never change. A tiger never changes stripes. A leopard, a leopard never changes its spots. It is all very true. Who that person is or they will continue to be unless they have actually gone to go get some assistance and help and really, really go and do the work on themselves. That person will remain the same and there's nothing you can do to change that. So once I saw that the person was not changed and he was still the same. I knew more than ever that I really need to make sure that I got whatever things I had left, packed up all the other things that I needed, got rid of some things that I didn't want and really packed the kids again and left. And this is a testament to how good God is because I remember I, I prayed, I prayed very sincerely. And when I was back in that place, I said, Lord, I just need you to give me a sign that you want me to either stay in this thing and work it out or that I need to go. And the sign was going to be that I would get the same amount of money to leave and, and leave where I was and come back to where I needed to be. So my account, and I'm going to be completely transparent. I don't know how it happened. That was all God. But my account at the time, it was negative. Let me see. Negative 600 and something dollars negative okay so if an atm shows that much amount negative you can't be able to pull anything out of your account because obviously that's insufficient funds overdraft fee you can't pull out anything but i went to the atm and i said lord if you want me to stay i'll stay but if you want me to go then i will get the same amount of money to leave and i will leave i will pack up my kids that night and i will go i withdrew 200 and I believe $80 out of that account on a negative amount of money, negative 600. And I, I still today am like, how 
Lord, how? Not how is God's power, but he gave me that $280 to go almost the same amount I needed when I first left and I had $262 to get me right here. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm leaving. And I was um, conversating to one of my family members and I said, you know, I got a sign that I got to get out of here. And she's like, well, God gave you the sign you need to leave. When God presents certain things to us, we can't just dismiss it like it doesn't matter. I don't know how I would ever be able to pull out money when the account is already majorly overdrawn. That was just God saying, you got to get out of here. And this is your second time. Don't come back again. I don't need it. Go back. I got everything I needed and I left. So the first time I planned correctly, I planned everything out and accordingly. But I knew there was still something in me that wanted to make sure that I had made the right decision. I wanted to make sure that I had done everything correctly. And sometimes we have to go back. I'm not saying you need to go back in a DV, but I'm saying for me, I had to go back just to make sure I had made the right decision and that God had spoken because God doesn't does God doesn't back down on his word. His word is always good. We always want to justify for ourselves. So God already told me to leave and don't come back. I went back because I still wanted some things and I wanted to really see if he had changed. So after finding all of that out, I realized, yeah, this is the this, this decision I made. The word I heard from the Lord at that time was true. It was right. And I just needed to get my stuff and get up out of there. Your body starts to turn on you. All kinds of things start to happen when we don't listen and when we're not obedient to what God says. So thank God that I got out of that situation. And I'm here to tell you all that you can get out of that situation as well. So don't think that you're stuck. You're not stuck unless you want to be stuck. You can't get out. You just really have to get your mind together, get your courage together, and just let God lead you out of that situation. You just have to focus. So like the word was saying, nothing, nothing's going to separate you from the love of Christ. Not even domestic violence. None of that stuff is going to separate you from his love. He still loves you so much regardless. So I hope that if you hear nothing else out of my voice today, that you hear that God loves you no matter the situation, the trials, the tribulations, the tests, no matter what it is that you're going through that you think God is not there. Yes, he is. He is there in spite of what we think, in spite of what you believe. He is right there with you. He just needs you to call on him. He just needs you to trust in him. He just need you to believe in him have faith and do all that you can to just keep yourself focused on him and i guarantee you he will bring you out of that thing if you really just focus on him it's focusing on him being proactive and listening and being obedient god is so amazing you just don't understand that god is so amazing and i'm blessed today to be around to be able to share this with you a lot of other people were not here to talk about coming out of those situations and people have passed on not being able to share um, what it is to come out of that situation and be alive to speak about it. So I just pray that if you're having some challenges today, um, especially with what has also transpired in the news with um, Anthony Bourdain and um, Kate Spade taking their lives, I'm hoping because domestic violence can do that as well, cause you to want to commit suicide and take your own life. 
I pray that you will find somewhere to speak to somewhat somebody and not feel that shame because you need to get some assistance professionally, get help, go to someone and talk to them. Call the hotline if you need to at 1-800-799-SAFE, S-A-F-E-7233. And I'll have to come back here with the National Suicide Hotline because I didn't have that one. But that seems like that's also a number that's going to be needed. But don't let your circumstance and situation tell you that you can't conquer and that you can't overcome. You surely can. And with God living inside of you and you walking around with God inside you, you can overcome any situation if you just give it to God focus on him and trust in him believe in him and he'll bring you through that thing i'm a living witness to that god has brought me through god has brought me out and i thank him for everything he gives me every day i thank him every situation and circumstance i just have to give it to him because you know as soon as we stop focusing on ourselves and thinking we can take care of ourselves and solve all of our own personal problems the easier it will be for god to guide and show you who he is and all circumstances and situations. God is a big God and God shows out when he shows up and I love it and I love him. So I hope you guys will have an amazing day today. I hope you guys will be safe. And if you need assistance, I I implore you, please call a domestic violence hotline in your area or find a suicide crisis line. If you're having those type of thoughts of harming yourself, please don't do this alone. Talk to someone, share with someone and lay your burdens down on Jesus and also share your heart to somebody about what you might be going through on today. I don't know who I'm speaking to, but I do know that if you think that God's not listening, he hears you. He knows your tears you've shed. He knows your financial problems. He knows what all that you're going through. And it's not going to be easy. But I know if you give it to God, he will make a way. It's not a trite thing to say, not cliche. God will always make a way for you. So have a blessed day, a motivated day, inspired to do what God has put on your heart. Walk on purpose, stand in your confidence in God, and he will order and direct your path. You guys have an amazing Monday, and I'll be back on tomorrow. Take care. Listen to the word of God through music that will make the earthquake. You're listening to Tanika Drake.